Welcome to the DCL Duo Podcast. We really appreciate each and every one of our listeners. If you like the podcast and want to support us, please be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast service. We're available on most major players, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Pocket Cast. Please also be sure to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Reviews are really important to our podcast. They help us get noticed and improve our visibility in search results. We'll read new reviews we get each week on the air at the beginning of each show. If you'd like to connect with us and our podcast community, also be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at DCL Duo, or join our Facebook group for the DCL Duo vlog and podcast. Speaking of our vlog, you'll also find video content from us on the YouTube channel at DCL Duo. So please be sure to subscribe to our channel to get the latest content. We've got some reviews up already for our recent VIP tour at Disneyland, our experience at Pixar Pier after dark, and some dining reviews for the chef's table at Napa Rose and Steakhouse 55. Again, thanks for listening. And now on to our first show. Tonight, we thought we'd do a bit more of an abbreviated episode to introduce ourselves in the podcast. So I want to start. I'm Brian. I'm one half of the DCL duo. Uh, the podcast was kind of my brainchild after listening to a ton of other Disney podcasts. And I've roped Sam into this uh, this endeavor. Uh, I'm a big fan of some of the podcasts out there, and they really kind of inspired us to uh, to do this. Um, wanted to give a shout out to a few of our favorites, uh, Derek and Doug over at Rope Drop Radio, who cover kind of all things Walt, Walt Disney World. Uh, Steve, Chris, and Christy at the DCL podcast that focuses on uh, Disney Cruise Line and dabbles a bit in Run Disney. Uh, Chad Pennycuff over at my DVC Points, who covers kind of all things DVC related. And then, you know, there's a bunch of others out in the community that we love to listen to, like the Welcome Home podcast from Tom, Trevor, and Damon, uh, the Be Our Guest podcast from uh, Mike, Ricky, and Pam, uh, the Disney Dads podcast. I could I could go kind of on and on. I have way too many podcast <laughs> subscriptions and a backlog of uh, podcast content to listen to. Um, I think Sam and I are hoping to do things just a little differently. I think the differentiator for us is neither of us are travel agents. Uh, we're not looking to make any sort of, you know, money out of the podcast. I mean, I guess I suppose one day we could be super Disney influencers, but, uh, that's probably, probably not in the cards. Um, but we just kind of like talking Disney. We like talking Disney with one another. And so we wanted to kind of share that discussion with, uh, with you guys. It seems like we're constantly talking to friends or family about Disney and they can kind of get that excitement from the way we talk about it. So we thought we would share that with others and see if they can, get any of that excitement from us too. But um, I don't know, Sam, if you wanted to talk about, you know, some things about who we are and. Sure. I'm Sam. I'm the other half of the DCL duo and Brian and I are a married couple. We've been married for 12 years this July. We've been together for, I think about 16 years. Uh, We have a young elementary school age son and we live in the Seattle area and we're both lawyers who met in law school. Um, And we love all things Disney, I guess is the most important part. So do you have any favorite podcasts you listen to in the space? You like Rope Drop Radio when it comes out. I like Rope Drop Radio and DCL podcast. I don't, I, I listen to some of the others a little bit if you put them on in the car, but I don't listen to nearly as much podcast content as you do. And so I, um, I would say those two are the ones that I listen to. So, you know, uh, just to give us some background too, on our 
sort of what I'll call Disney creds. Um, <laughs> we've, we've done a few podcasts now and people kind of ask us, you know, what our Disney creds are. So we thought we'd just share those with you. When um, he says we've done a few podcasts, he means we've been guests on other podcasts. Correct. Yeah. We've, we've been guests on the DCL podcast, uh, several times now. And, um, I've been on road drop radio once, uh, they haven't invited me back, which suspects they did not get <laughs> great reviews. So maybe this podcast won't, but, um, uh, so, you know, sort of our Disney creds, you know, we're kind of newer to the Disney community. I mean, we both went as kids, um, have friends who've been sort of longtime Disney fans. Um, but we really got into this in 2018 when we took a cruise for my birthday on the fantasy at a friend's, uh, friend's suggestion, just the two of us. And then, you know, some friends came along for the cruise. But, uh, you know, since then, we've kind of gone full Disney. Whole hog, uh, as whole, they say. Whole hog. Uh, so, you know, we go to Disney World and Disneyland quite a bit. More so Disneyland because we're on the West Coast. Uh, but we own uh, DVC at the Grand Cal at Disneyland now. And uh, we also own points at Riviera. And I'm sure that when they build that new tower at Disneyland, Sam will try to stop me from buying more points, but we will. Um, We're also really big uh, cruise line fans. Obviously, we went on the the cruise for Brian's birthday. That was our first one. Um, but now we are gold cruise line members. Yeah, we've, we've done we've done six cruises in uh, two and a half years. Two and a half years. Yeah, we've yeah. done six cruises since January of 2018, and you know I have cruises uh, seven, eight, nine, and ten already booked uh sam will get to nine uh but i've got one cruise with just our son so i'll get the 10th i'll be i'll be platinum before <laughs> sam is our son will be practically gold uh here pretty soon yeah he, we've um, gone on a couple just uh well just the two of us or with adult friends uh where we've been able to get away on an adult only vacation yeah so big big cruise line fans dvc members we're, we're bi-coastal annual pass holders uh, for the parks. Um, I'm a charter member of club run Disney. Now we're big run Disney fans. I think Sam's going to try to do some more run Disney. Uh, we just did marathon weekend in January, um, which Sam loves. She really wants to do the princess race. I really want to do the princess race. I only did, did the 10 K at the marathon weekend. And I really have been wanting to train for a half marathon. And I think the princess half marathon is a good excuse to train for a half marathon. Yeah. And so I, I'm an avid runner already. And so coupling my love of running with Disney is dangerous, but uh, I'm signed up to do the wine and dine in November and uh, waiting to register for the uh, marathon weekend in 2021. So he's um, also crazy enough that he did the goofy in this past year's marathon, right. which is uh, for those of you who don't know what the goofy is, it is the half marathon on Saturday and then the full marathon on Sunday. So you were doing back-to-back -back races. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was dumb because I'd also just recently run a full marathon. I keep trying to remember which marathon it was. I run it was Portland. I ran the Portland marathon. Yeah. So anyway, that, that's kind of our credentials. We're kind of all in on Disney and um, you know, uh, if I think about our plans for this year, even we'll talk about it a little bit and sort of what we see is kind of our potential episodes coming up, but we've got a lot of Disney travel coming up, although, you know, we're recording this episode, uh, on March, uh, March 14th and under sort on of Pi day on Pi day. That's right. We're recording an episode on Pi day. It won't be released on Pi day, but we're recording it on Pi day. And, uh, as we speak, our son is at home from school for the next six weeks. The Disney parks are closed. The cruise line is, uh, 
is, is grounded ground. basically. So, you know, we've got a lot of Disney plans, uh, but some of them will probably be impacted by what's going on right now. So yeah, we have a spring break trip that's in April that's likely to be canceled. Yeah, I, I probably will cancel it even if it's not canceled. But um, yeah, so anyway, but a lot of um, a lot of kind of recent experience with uh, with Disney. I don't know, but Sam, you were a fan of Disney before. Oh yeah, I've, recently. I have been a huge fan. I would say first of the Disney movies um, when I was in middle school and high school, and this was the '90s, which is like the heyday in my opinion of Disney animated films. So we're talking, you know. Aladdin, Little Mermaid, Lion King. I would go to all of the new movies on like the first day they opened. I'd be there at the mall with my best friend uh, going to see all the Disney movies. And then... Your best friend, by the way, who roped us into all of this. Yes, like, my, he, my, he, he, he wags his finger at us for becoming DVC members. He just wants us to be on the cruises. But yeah. but he roped. He's, he, he is the... The instigator, we yeah. call me instigator. And hopefully, then, hopefully, if he's listening, he's also our number one fan. <laughs> and then I would also um, let our listeners know that for my 16th birthday, I had the choice of you know having a sweet 16 birthday party. And my sister had had one. She's a, uh, about 21 months older than me. She had had one so uh, a year or two before mine. And I chose instead of having a sweet 16 birthday party to go on a trip to Walt Disney World with my family. And we didn't go regularly because Disney for us was kind of a difficult to reach thing in the budget. But it was something I always, uh, I got to do it a couple of times when I was a kid and I really wanted to do it for my 16th birthday. So my best friend and his family also came along. And so we did, um, we were rope dropping at Tower of Terror at seven o'clock in the morning. And this was before you had cell phones. So we had to pre-plan everything. And we were staying at different hotels. I was staying at the all-star sports, I think, or all-star music maybe. And he was over at the contemporary and we just would meet like, you know, 630 in the morning for rope drop. (laughs) And uh, I remember going to Hollywood studios and um, just running to the tower of terror. And going on it multiple times before the park was even open to the public. Yeah. And my experience as a kid was going, uh, my parents took me at least three or four times to Walt Disney World for like Christmas time. My mom mm-hmm. loved to stay at the, we stayed at the Polynesian one time. I remember my dad swears we stood at the contemporary or stay at the contemporary. I don't, I don't remember that. Um, I do remember us staying at the Grand Floridian a couple of times. I mean, when I went as a kid, it was just, Disney World and Epcot, there was no Animal Kingdom. There was no Hollywood Studios. Um, they would stay on the monorail. That was that was their thing. They would always stay on the monorail. Yeah, there line, might but, have been Hollywood. Well, it depends when how old you were when you went. There might have been Hollywood Studios, but it was MGM Studios, and it had you know Captain EO, and it had the. Muppets. I remember Captain EO, but we saw I saw that in. Um, California, not in Florida. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw yeah. Cap- I saw Captain EO a bunch in Florida. I think I told the Rope Drop Radio guys that Captain EO was my one of my favorite classic attractions. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think anyone else out in the community would say that, but I just remember every time we would go to the park in high school, and we would go a lot because we could get these like ridiculous California resident rates. Mm-hmm. Um, we would always make a stop to watch Captain EO. So. <laughs> Um, I have fond memories of it, but, but yeah, so, I mean, I went as a kid a lot for the holidays. It was kind of a one, one time a year, maybe 
trip for a few years. My mom was always into, you know, she loved Disney movies. I remember going to see Aladdin, I think was probably, it was not, certainly not the first Disney movie I ever saw, but it was the first Disney movie I can remember going to see in a theater. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, um, my, you know, my mom always loved Mickey and, and the Fab Five. So, um, and Pooh. She loved Winnie the Pooh. Uh, I mean, who doesn't love Winnie the Pooh? Well, look, my first stuffed animal was a well-worn Winnie the Pooh. So, um, yeah. So, anyway, that that's kind of who we are, how we got involved in Disney. Um, you know, I thought it might be good to share sort of why we wanted to do, um, you know, why a podcast. Um, I mean, I can say for me personally, um, I wanted to leverage the podcast. Sam and I hardly get a chance. Like when we're at the park, we hardly get a chance to talk about kind of what we're experiencing, especially when our son's with us. Even when we go as adults, we tend to just sort of run, 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 and not take the time to stop and sort of get each other's reactions or talk about the experience. And so I thought, you know, it could be kind of fun when we do get a chance to share our experience. People sort of say it's, uh, you know, they can tell how excited we are about it. So I thought it'd be good if we just kind of were able to sit down and talk to one another about it and share that out with others. Um, It'll help us also for planning future trips because it helps us really understand what each, what each other really enjoyed about the trip and and decide on what we're going to do for the next trip yeah, or the next cruise or the next run Disney event. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And, and I also think it's um, for me, it's been a great way to meet some people out in the Disney community. And I know we're kind of always searching for kind of meeting up with people who have kind of a similar viewpoint or, you know, or DVC members or just big into Disney. Um, uh, just would love to meet up with more of those kinds of kinds of folks. And so hoping to leverage the podcast a little bit to do that and connect in with others. And, you know, we've been able to do that to some extent with, um, with like getting to meet Steve at the run Disney weekend. Although I'm not sure you actually got I to didn't, meet him. I didn't get to. But, you know, recently we took a trip down to Disneyland and did a VIP tour and got to meet up with Chris and Seth from the DCL podcast. And so that was just a lot of fun and, yeah. you know, sort of instant, instant friends because you had shared experience or at least kind of a felt common shared experience with them. Yeah. Shared interest, which I think translates to that common experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. For sure. So, you know, I, I'm kind of interested in seeing if we can meet some other people in the Disney community and, you know, extending the invite now that, you know, if you're interested in talking with us on a show where you're, you're going to get pretty bored with us just talking to one another. Although, uh, you know, the guys at rope drop radio joke that the first 30 to 40 episodes are just uh, practice anyway. So <laughs> be a lot of listening to us potentially, but we're hoping to have some guests on. And if you're interested in talking to us, we'd be interested in talking to you. No other reason than to, to just meet people and hear kind of what their experience has been. I think that's kind of something really fun that Chad, has done with his podcast and sort of chronicling the tales of various um, DVC members and their experiences with different resorts. I think that's just a lot of fun to meet people in the Disney mm -hmm. community that way. So I don't we, know. We love getting other people's opinions about um, things too, about parks and resorts and restaurants. It gives us, you know, for our own vacations, it helps us know, okay, what's something we really, really, really have to try um, versus what's something maybe we can skip. Yeah. I think, you know, hoping to use the podcast episodes to be a little bit more kind of um, general and higher level and kind of our talk and discussions. And then at the same time, we're kind of pushing out some content around a vlog that we're hoping to kind of be more in the moment, deep, deep dives on kind of specific things we're 
we're doing or seeing that are yeah, specific that are related. Re- specific reviews is probably the best way to describe them. The, the vlogs that we've done so far have been uh, when we were at well when we were at Disneyland and talking about specific experiences, either rides or more generally at the parks or specific restaurants or, or food and wine, which we just did food and wine uh, weekend at Disneyland. But we may also do some vlogs around kind of, you know, process for registering for a run Disney event, sure. the, you know, the things that go into trip planning, stuff like that. So kind more of those are more depth. like kind of little bites at those things that are just a little bit more targeted at some kind of little specific topic. I think for the podcast, we're going to be a little bit more kind of general. So um, yeah, I don't know if, if there's anything you want to share about, why this whole process other than me sort of roping you into it <laughs> might be fun or exciting for you. Well, I just, I think it's fun to, well, I'm looking forward a lot to having guests on the show and finding out what their experiences are, what they like, what they don't like, what, um, what tips they have for maybe Disney newbies. I mean, we are, we've been really going to the parks and on the cruises for the last, I'd say two and a half years, but, um, I, at, but prior to that, our both of us, there's been a big sort of gap in our Disney experience, right? We both had ex- a lot of experiences when we were younger or for me in my teenage years, and then really no experience in my most of my 20s and early 30s. So there's kind of a big gap in our Disney knowledge. And I would say, yeah, we've learned a lot in the last two years, but we have a lot more to learn, a lot more to experience. And I'm looking forward to sort of learning through other people's experience. And to Brian's point about sort of meeting other people in the Disney community with similar interests to us, I think that would be really fun and really fun for our son as well. Yeah, we, we may have him him on the uh, podcast here and there. He's, he's asked if he can participate. And so we're trying to figure out maybe there'll be some sort of special DCL duo plus one uh, episodes uh, in the future. But we'll see. We'll see how he does. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and and you know the the neat thing is there is a gap, but the parks are kind of a living and evolving experience. There's lots of new stuff that's coming up that no one's experienced. So mm-hmm. you know, hopefully, we'll get to experience it uh, first, along with a bunch of others in the community. I'm I'm kind of excited to try out some of the new restaurants that are opening up for the 50th anniversary. Obviously, there's new rides coming online with uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway opening up. I think last week, mm-hmm. um, new resorts. I mean, we we just stayed at the Riviera. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a couple of months ago, the Skyliner, which is also brand new for a lot of people. Right. So, and then Reflections will be opening soon, and so there, yeah. and perhaps more to come. The Star Project. Wars, right? Star Wars Hotel. I'll be there if even Sam <laughs> Sam won't. And what about that restaurant that they're opening <laughs> Space in Space Twenty Twenty? Yeah, that Space sounds pretty cool. Well, all the renovations at Epcot, I think, are are going to be over the next year or two, going to be super interesting well, th- and things, beyond, frankly. If things go well, I should be trying out Space Twenty Twenty on the rope drop radio trip. We're oh, hoping it'll be open. I'm, I'm um, jealous. Yeah. Well, we'll see. It may not be open yet. That's true. Um, so, um, you know, so that's kind of why we wanted to do the podcast. I thought we'd talk about, you know, give a preview for maybe some potential episodes we're thinking about. I think, you know, Sam might have some thoughts too, that she can share if she's, if she has any. Um, but, you know, coming up, I think our first episode uh, to release will, after this one will be our um, kind of trip report on our recent adults only trip to, uh, to Disneyland. Uh, we got a lot of vlog content going up or already out about that trip, but uh, I thought it'd be fun to just sit down and kind of, go back through and talk about the things we like, things we didn't like about it. Um, 
after that, I think episode two is likely to be um, a recap of our VIP tour. Um, we're going to have Chris from the DCL podcast come on, who came on the tour with us along with his partner, Seth. Uh, and then uh, have also invited um, Chris in the concierge lounge, um, who has been on both DCL podcast and Rope Drop Radio. And he's done quite a few VIP tours yeah. and was actually a really good person for me to pick he picked his brain before he went on the trip so I could kind of understand what, you know, what to expect from the experience. And so, you know, we have one singular experience with the VIP tour and we've, we've posted our review of it up on the vlog. Uh, but I thought it great. We, we didn't get a chance to talk to Chris and Seth about kind of how they felt about it afterwards. And I also thought it'd be kind of cool to hear from an experienced veteran. From on the that. other Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Who's done a lot of those. Yeah. I think that'll be really great. So, I mean, I think that episode will be more generally about, it will be, about our VIP tour, but a little bit more generally about VIP tours and what to expect from them if, or, or are they worth it? Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I think there's, we have a lot of opinions about what we like and don't like as between the differences between Walt Disney world and Disneyland resort. And so I think, um, you know, probably something interesting for us to talk about kind of the things we love and the things that we miss when we go to the different, uh, the different resorts, um, and then we, you know, we've got a load of, I alluded to this earlier, we've got a load of kind of trips planned. Um, we're supposed to be going down in April for spring break, although I am not holding my breath that we'll make that trip happen. Um, we may move it to some other time in the year or something like that. Um, we, that was a DVC trip. We do have some points to use, so, um, we may have to find a way to use them. Um, we're supposed to also be going down in the end of May for Memorial Day. I'm hoping desperately that the parks will be reopened by yeah. then that life might be normalizing. I don't think life will be normal again for a long time um, post coronavirus, but at least normalizing at that point. Yeah. Hopefully things will be reopened. I would imagine that Disney will be reopened. It's a matter of, for us, will will school and work and everything be back to normal. Yeah. But although with the announcements around Canada, the cruise lines will still be impacted. So, you know, it's, knows. so anyway, you know, hoping that May is normalizing uh, in June, I'm going down to Disney world with the rope drop radio guys. Um, desperately hoping that by June, the parks are reopened. I, I cannot imagine a world where Disney has yeah. stayed closed that long globally. Um, and then July 4th weekend, we're supposed to be back at Disneyland resort. Um, so, you know, I got that trip coming up in September. We've got Sam's birthday cruise. Yeah. My 40th um, birthday. We're going on the cruise out of Dover. It's kind of goes around the UK. Northern British Isles. Yeah. 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 So I'm really excited about that. If that gets canceled, I'm going to be really upset. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm um, going to be devastated. Yeah. I'm hoping I, I'm, I am. I don't think that I don't uh, think by September, I think we'll, be in a different place i'm hoping knock, knock on wood i won't actually knock on wood because it'll make too much noise in the mic but um yeah knock on wood and and you know we'll have a trip to um we'll have some time in london ahead of that cruise and yeah. i think part of this is also kind of sharing our experiences uh you know we'll share our disney experience but you guys can also hear our we, we love traveling to london we have oh, we a do. lot of great tips on traveling to london and, I think. and don't tell mickey but we're going to be going on the Warner Brothers studio tour for Harry Potter. No, we're not allowed to talk Harry Potter. On the <laughs> I Disney know, podcast. but don't tell, don't tell, don't tell Mickey. I promise. I still love Mickey the best. <laughs> yeah. So then, then we have an October cruise, or I have an October cruise with our son to to Mexico. I'm taking our son out of San on the cruise. Diego. Yeah, yeah, out of San Diego for a week, and um, and that and, one's a Halloween on the high seas. Yeah, and then meeting up with Sam 
after that cruise at Disneyland Resort for just a couple of days over the weekend. And then November, I've got Wine and Dine, quick trip to Disney World for Wine and Dine weekend and the Wine and Dine uh, run weekend. And then in December, we've got a week-long trip for Christmas to, to Disney World and staying at the Riviera uh, with my parents. So I think, you know, it'd be a fun thing to talk about kind of traveling with the grandparents and, um, you know, being at Disney World at Christmas, which we may do once in our life and never touch again. Although my parents went several times when I was a kid. So I, you know, I think it's doable. I think it's just, we'll, we'll talk about this in another episode, but I think it's kind of calibrating our expectations around what yeah. we will be doing and what that, that vacation will not look like yeah. a regular Disney world vacation. Well, and to that point, I think maybe we'll at some point in one of our episodes talk about, um, we spent new years at Disneyland this past year. Whew, yeah. And that was not a typical Disney. That was vacation. different, different than most of our Disneyland yeah. vacations. But so. I think it's, I think it's great because even at Disneyland, you can have that, you can have that weekend, you can have that experience, it can still be fun, but you do have to calibrate your expectation yeah, around a, what that's going to be. It's a different, different experience than going just some other weekend, even a regular holiday weekend. Yeah. So, and then in January, it's run weekend again, and we come full circle for the year. Um, so, you know, um, we got basically trips planned almost every month of the year that are going to touch Disney. And so, that will be great. Um, hoping to find some, you know, guests to come on and talk about things. You know, if you have show ideas, um, lots of ways to get in touch with us on social media, things you want to hear our opinion on, we're happy to answer, get enough listeners. We'll probably try to do a listener question show. Um, right now, I think we'd just be answering questions from about four or five people who can just ask us on Twitter and we'll respond. Um, but yeah, if you have ideas for things you want us to talk about, even if it's something we don't know about, we might be able to find a, another guest that does. Yeah. So lots of ideas for shows and more ideas to come and welcome your ideas and thoughts. Um, we'll be brainstorming some more on our own here soon. You know, with that, I thought I would do, I'd borrow a page out of a playbook that um, I've seen a bunch of other podcasts do, which is kind of maybe Sam and I can answer a little bit of some, you know, quick category questions here on Disney. So um, putting Sam on the spot, she oh, knew no. I was going to ask her. So um, let's, uh, let's kind of try to hit the, entertainment theme park and cruise line experience and we'll do some of our favorites i suppose so why don't we start with the entertainment side of things what do you mean entertainment do you well, mean I'm gonna rides you, i'm gonna give you a question favorite okay. disney movie oh favorite disney movie you're gonna kill me because i'm gonna steal yours um but it's one of my favorites as well no i'm gonna give a different one now that i think about it i love tangled and we just watched it today tangled all right i'm i'm torn Normally, I would say Ratatouille, but I, I, mine are tied. It's Ratatouille and Big Hero Six. I can't. Oh, see, and I was, I think Ratatouille is so great. So that's is. why I think Ratatouille and Tangled are pretty close for me. But maybe what I'll I would give, say is, maybe I'll what I'd Tangled the Edge. Maybe what I'd say is Ratatouille is my favorite movie. I think my favorite Disney character is Baymax, mm. hands down for me. I just, I think he's a great Disney character. What's your favorite Disney character? Oh, this is so hard because I like so many um, characters, but I I think I got to go with Vanellope. I just think she's awesome. She's so... Hashtag Vanellope for full princess status. Yeah, she's just a badass, right? <laughs> like, I mean, she's in, in she's the, a princess in that awesome way. I'm not a Disney princess person. Um, yeah, I've never so, been. So what if, what if I give you... So, so I think we share a favorite Disney princess. Hashtag Vanellope. Vanellope, clearly. Um, 
favorite Disney character, not a princess. Oh, that's too hard. Um, I love me some Dumbo. Dumbo. He's so sweet. And I just live action or animated. Oh, animated. Come on. (laughs) No, not live action. I'm, I would say I, I lean on all of the animated versus live action. I'm going to choose the animated almost every time. Favorite Disney villain. Ooh, I'm going to go. I know mine. What's yours? Mine's going to, I'm going to go with Anton ego. That's a good one, but the, he's not really. For but he's not really a villain. He is a villain. He no. just has a redemption story. Okay, it's he's the new brand of Disney where they give them a redemption story. You gonna go with Gabby Gabby? That's what I was gonna say, Gabby Gabby. Gabby Gabby. We're going new school Disney tonight. <laughs> yeah. the, the old school villains are getting. Yeah, I getting well, mad. I was. I would say for old school, I would go with Cruella Deville. Cruella Deville. She is scary, and I mean. Who hurts puppies? I mean, really? Like, that's the ultimate villain if you hurt puppies. I did used to have a t-shirt that says, I kick puppies. That's <laughs> a story for another day. Um, okay, He so doesn't kick puppies, to be fair. I don't. It was a joke. Um, we actually have two puppies. Yes. We love our dogs. All right. So, Sam, uh, I know you're a big Broadway fan. So, what is your favorite Broadway, Disney Broadway stage production that is not on the cruise line? Okay, so I haven't seen all of them, and my favorite Disney Cruise Line one I have not seen on Broadway, although it is was on Broadway. But from the ones that I've seen, I would have to say Frozen. Frozen, all right. Yeah, uh, that's a and good one. even though Frozen is not, listen, Frozen's not one of my favorite movies. I think it's a great movie, but it's not one of my top Disney movies. But the stage production, I just saw it, the national tour. It was amazing. So we'll have a vlog coming out of Sam's thoughts on Frozen at the Hyperion at Disneyland Resort. Uh, So you can check that out to see because she has seen it on the ship. Yep. She's seen it on, she has not seen it on Broadway. You've seen, on, on, seen Broadway. it on Broadway. Well, and, not actually on the, na- it's a national tour. So a national tour. And then she's seen it at the Hyperion. And I think she has a different reaction to each show. So, yes, I do. So we'll, we'll get her review of the, the cruise line stage show at some point, or maybe she'll give it away in her answer to my, one of my upcoming questions. So anyway, I think we've covered entertainment. Let's talk parks for a second. Favorite Disneyland or sorry, favorite Disney park. That's easy. Disney's California Adventure. California Adventure, new school. All right. Um, yeah, I think I got to go with California Adventure on minor things. I think close second for me would be Epcot. It's hard right now because it's under construction, so there's just not a lot going on. I love the World Showcase at uh, at Epcot. Um, interesting that neither one of us is a traditional Disneyland or Magic Kingdom well, fan. So I would put Magic Kingdom as my second favorite park. Really? Yeah. Even though you don't like, a, I just don't feel like you like a lot of the rides at Magic Kingdom. I do. I. I you don't like Space Mountain. You don't well, like Splash Mountain. No, I like Splash Mountain at Magic Kingdom. I don't like Splash Mountain at Disneyland. Okay, well, so this gets into. In fact, I love Splash Mountain at Disney World. So, so we've identified favorite park. Let's do favorite um, favorite thrill ride, favorite thrill attraction at one of the parks. Well, at my it's hard. Okay, so yeah, this is hard. You got to pick this favorites. Is hard. I'm not um, asking you to cut anything. I'm just saying, pick a ride you no, want to ride. I know. I love Slinky Dog. I, that's what I was gonna say. I love dwarves. Slinky. I I would say. Slinky Dog is probably my number one thrill ride. In 
I mean, it's a great roller coaster. You're going to be in the minority there, though. There's no, a lot I know, of people. But there's a lot of people who are going to be like, no, get rid of that ride. Oh, but listen, it's a great roller coaster. But the other thing that I love about it is I love all of the stuff, like all the decor around it, right? It's so cool. Every, all of the toys being like humongous. And you feel like you're in Andy's room or Andy's backyard, I think it is. Anyway, it's it's awesome. I think all of Toy Story Land is just really, really well done in that way, especially Slinky Dog. So I got to say favorite modern. I'm surprised you didn't go with Rise. Everyone goes with Rise for, no, for their mean, favorite thrill ride attraction. I think, I think it's a great ride, but I still, I'd still say Slinky Dog. Uh, see, favorite. I think my favorite ride. It's going to be a toss up for me between the Incredicoaster or um, Everest. I love Ooh. me some Everest. Um, I was thinking you might say Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. T- yeah, I mean, I think I think Guardians is one of my favorite things at. Disneyland. I think it's a place where it shines over the Walt Disney World version of the attraction. Um, over Tower. Oh, way over Tower. Yeah, I don't yeah. like Tower of Terror all that, at all that much. I like Tower. I like them both. But I, think, I, I, I think I'm going to go with Incredicoaster. I think mm. Incredicoaster is a solid, a solid roller coaster ride. I mean, I know it's just a <laughs> rebranding of California Screamin or Screamer Screamin 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 California Screamin. But I think the way they incorporated the theming and the music is is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a great roller coaster it's I, good theming it's yeah. not my favorite coaster but i don't love going upside down and um i love the length of the attraction it's not a short roller it coaster. is a long roller it's coaster nice long roller i think coaster. the theming on it is really well done so okay so then favorite um i'm gonna say like non-thrill ride attraction in the park does soren count or is that a thrill ride i would count soren in see, a thrill ride category I, I see i don't think of soren as a thrill ride but i love so i love soren over california and soren around the world although oh, soren around the world they can throw away i like see, I, I like soren like, over california i like them both but um gosh favorite non winnie the pooh like winnie, the adventures of winnie the pooh which one though disney world or disneyland oh, they're both <laughs> i think you like the disneyland one better don't you isn't that the? I don't. I know. I don't remember which one I like better. It's the one that's say, a little longer. I'm surprised you didn't say Alice in Wonderland, actually, based on what we just did. So I've only done Alice in Wonderland once this last trip, and I thought it was actually a great one. But I would, you know, I still think Winnie the Pooh. I'm going to go Peter Pan at Disneyland. Oh. Uh, I'm going to go Peter, Peter Pan, Pan to Disneyland. It's so classic. Actually, no. I check. I, no, 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 no. After this last trip, I absolutely know what my favorite one is. It's Pirates of the Caribbean at Disneyland. Oh, that's a good one. That was an amazing ride. And I, I had sort of blocked out my mind that it was so different at Disneyland. So I'm glad we did it this time around at Disneyland. Um, yeah, we hadn't we hadn't done it on any previous trip because our son, it would he would find it too scary. And so we had, didn't well, even and try. I just, I just had in my mind it's the same attraction as at Disney World. And, and boy, could I have not been more wrong. I have not been on Pirates of the Caribbean at Disney World for like 20 years. So I couldn't tell you what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, so here we go. A little bit, a little bit more from the parks. Then um, let's do favorite favorite Disney resort. It can be a Disneyland or Walt Disney World. Well, this is really hard. Okay, I can, I'm going to give both because I just can't. I can't give. You like the Grand Californian at Disneyland, and you like the Beach Club at Disney uh, World. I, was, I thought, or, I think or is it so. Riviera? Well, okay, so a favorite resort I've never stayed at is the Grand Floridian. You've never stayed at Grand Flo? No, I think it's, oh. I honestly think the Grand Floridian is the most beautiful um, resort. I think it's beautiful period. to look at, but I'm not sure it's that comfortable as a resort maybe, from my mind. But. Maybe, but the, I would say it's like the most, it's the my favorite resort I've never stayed at. Because um, the favorite resort you've stayed at then? I probably have to say Beach Club. Um, over Riviera. 
over Riviera because the Too pool. Too bad we own at Riviera. I know. Well, here's the thing. I it's there. It's so close between those two. I think Riviera. The rooms are beautiful. The rooms are are better there. Um, and just the decor and everything's brand new, of course. And the pool is really nice, but um, beach club with the beach with the sand floor pool. Um, yeah, I don't know that you can really beat the beach club pool, or it's for the pool for the yacht and beach club. So I have to, I have to give it the edge and they're both great proximity to, you know, Epcot. And so I feel like they, you know, in beach club, you can walk to Epcot. So I, I think that's why beach club gets the edge on that. What so you're, about, so you're going, you're going Grand Cal. That was the other oh, one. You yeah. The other one is Grand Cal. Yeah. I have to give one. I have to give Grand Cal and beach club. I can't. Grand Cal is so, my, my favorite Disneyland hotel. So I think mine might be Bay Lake Tower or the Contemporary Resort. I'm a big fan of, I mean, just being on a walk to the Magic Kingdom, yeah. I think is really cool. I mean, I can't, Beach Club is great. Being able to walk to the uh, the back exit of um, the International Showcase um, exit mm-hmm. is great. Um, and I love, so I think I would say, I, I would divide the world differently. I would say on an adults only trip, my favorite resorts are different. My favorite resort yeah. would be Beach Club and probably Disneyland Hotel for an adults-only trip. Bringing Nathan along, I would say favorite re- favorite resort would be the Grand Cal mm-hmm. and um, probably Beach Club. Mm-hmm. If we're going adults-only to Disney World, I'd say probably um, Riviera because mm-hmm. of the Skyliner and the, the Epcot attraction. But I do love Bay Lake Tower. I'm able to walk, watch the electric water parade and that kind of stuff. So, all right. So, uh, sticking with the parks, last question, or actually, no, we had two more questions. Favorite, uh, restaurant can be in a park, can be on property, but not in a park. What's your favorite restaurant been? And if you want one from Disneyland and one from Disney world, I'll give you one each. Hmm. Okay. I'll do one of each. Okay. Okay, so Napa Rose, we just did the chef's table and it was incredible. It's kind of unfair because you it's haven't, kind eaten, of, yeah. can't, haven't eaten regular. I know, but I would say I have to, yeah, I have to give it, I have to give it top billing there. Um, in Disney World. Ohana, bread pudding. Ohana Topolino's was, Terrace. Yeah, Ohana was great, but Topolino's Terrace. Cal- California Grill. On the top of the Ooh, contemporary. that one's good too. Ugh. You're gonna go Topolino's Terrace. I'm gonna I think. go. Yeah, I'm gonna go Topolino's Terrace. I thought it was for dinner. I, I mean, we haven't been there for breakfast, but oh, so good, such good Italian food. So and and nice atmosphere. Um, not like, you know, it wasn't like amazing. Like I think I like Napa Rose better decor wise. It's just brighter and you know, with the windows and more sunlight. But yeah, I think it was a really, it was a really excellent meal. So I'm gonna I'm I'm I agree those are great meals. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go Ohana. Yeah. I really thought Ohana was, was a, a great was one. a great meal. I love so I like the when I'm at Disney I like the casual atmosphere if I can mm-hmm. get it. I hate having to pack clothes to dress up to go to dinner and I yeah. felt like you know some of these are like oh man you got to put on like a nice pair of pants. <laughs> it's yeah. the biggest thing to put on a nice pair of pants was like for being all day at a park you're like I really have to dress up to go to dinner. This is insane. <laughs> so like I loved Ohana for the kind of that family kind of more casual atmosphere but the food yeah. is still really good. I, I got to say, I also love a lot of the restaurants in the world showcase. I mean, there are some clear places to avoid, but I think there's some good ones that are in there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I would love to give a shout out to San Angela Inn, except that apparently this week they're treating their workers fairly terribly during the coronavirus oh, no. outbreak because they're not um, Disney cast members. Um, oh. But um, see, and I didn't love that place. I thought it, I just love the atmosphere inside there. Yeah. I've always wanted to eat inside the Mexico Pavilion. Yeah. Um, you know, I actually thought, what was the, in Canada, we had, um, why am I blanking on the oh, name Le of the, Le Cellier for, oh, for that, that, was that brunch. That was a great brunch. It was really good. So anyway, I, I'll go with um, Ohana. Yeah. Um, Notice though how we didn't really pick as our favorites the one in the parks because in general, the restaurants at the hotels are better than the restaurants well, in the parks. Well, we didn't say Art Smith's Homecoming, which we loved that oh, meal. Oh, that was a great We one. didn't say Morimoto Asia, which... Oh, forget that. Oh, I'm, I'm scrapping all my others. <laughs> Morimoto Asia. Sorry. But it so quickly left your memory. Springs, so yeah. quickly left your memory. No, no, it's, it's, it's just been a while. No, I'm going to scrap all of my... I'm going to scrap uh, both <laughs> Napa Rose and Tavolino's <laughs> Terrace for just the ribs at Morimoto. <laughs> At Disney Springs, just the ribs. I don't need anything else. Just those ribs to, for the rest be, of my to life. To be fair, what Sam didn't share with you is that she, our backgrounds. Is I'm from Kentucky originally, and I spent some time in California and Oregon, and we met up in law school back east. And uh, Sam is an East Coaster through and through. She is from New York, so yeah. you were never going to hear her say that her favorite restaurant is some Italian, you know, like a full on Italian meal. In uh, in Disney World because she can get good oh, Italian my God. food. The best Italian food. She, she's never going to pick a bagel place in Orlando or um, you know go with a Chinese restaurant. Like well, she's no, not going to do Nine Orlando. Dragons, but she's not going to go Nine Dragons. No, no. But I do. I mean, yeah. So if she's if she's saying that she likes Chinese food on property. I would say that that is, or a, isn't it? It's Morimoto's Japanese. Well, it's fusion. It's, it's like fusion, Asian but fusion. yeah, yeah. And no, I yeah. think he is duck. Japanese though. We have the duck. Yeah. Oh, the duck All right, we're getting so on topic. We're, we're way off topic. Sorry. So, okay. Uh, favorite snack? Easy. The Mickey pretzel <laughs> with, with, or, the with or without cheese. With the nacho cheese. Not the, covered in cinnamon, right? No. Cinnamon no, and cream not cheese? Not cinnamon, no. not the cream cheese. The regular salt Mickey Mouse pretzel that you dip in that really. Gross, delicious nacho cheese. Spoiler alert, if you do a Run Disney event, they give you the nacho cheese in the post-race meal box. And I- With some chips. Sam told me this and I was like, God, that's disgusting. Why would you want to eat that after a race? I will say after running the half marathon and the marathon, I was like, give me the pump cheese. (laughs) And the chips and the salty chips. All right. So my favorite- it's tough. It's a, it's a churro if we're at Disneyland, not at Disney World. The churros at Disney World are not as good. Really? As as, no, they're not. Huh. And um, so I would say it's the pretzel at Disney World. It is, or it's tough because it could be the ice cream bar. You like the Mickey bar, but we can you can get those unlimited on the cruise. So yeah, I was going to say on the cruise line snack would be the the yeah. Mickey bar. That's why I feel like the the cru- the Mickey bars kind of lose their appeal at the parks when you mm-hmm. can get them on the ship. For free. <laughs> so I want okay. So I want to do one more parks related, and then we're going to move to cruise line, which is favorite Disney collectible. What is it that you got to come home with? You've got tons of popcorn buckets. I have a few popcorn buckets, but I also love my Disney Starbucks. Uh, you are what do they call them? Uh, been there series. The so we have one from like each park, except I think I don't have Hollywood Studios yet. So I need to get Hollywood Studios. That might be right. Yeah. yeah. And, but we uh, t-shirts. Uh, oh, we all one. have. We both have a lot of t-shirts. Have a lot of t-shirts. But yeah, I'd say the Starbucks. But just the been there mugs. I don't need like the other tchotchkes from Starbucks. Yeah, um, and I'm going to say so. I'm a. I am not a pin trader. I'm a pin collector. 
Um, I love all of the kind of limited edition pens. I'm also a sucker for a good limited edition magic band. Um, oh yeah. You had a good like one at run bands. weekend this year that I really, really liked. Um, so I, I, I love those. All right. Cruise line. Let's move to cruise line. We haven't been on the magic. We haven't been on the magic favorite Disney ship so far. Okay. You know this and it's going to be the same as yours. It's fantasy. the fantasy. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I, I, I think they say the first ship you go on always feels like home and yeah. I'll say we were on the dream recently and, um, uh, I, I, I wanted to be on the fantasy. Um, well, so to me, it's actually not so much about like, to me, the dream and the fantasy, they really are, you know, practically identical, um, except for sort of the adults only bar areas. But um, it's really because the fantasy does the seven day cruises versus the dream doing the three. So wait, the if the four. dream did the seven day cruises, the I dream might be your have favorite. loved oh, the that's dream. Insane. That's crazy. No, no, especially because I well, you can I, do back to back cruises and make a seven day cruise on the fantasy. <laughs> All right, so wait, okay, so fantasies. You're, you did not like the classic ship. You thought it was too small. No, I like I like the classic ship. I would just say I like. Um, having just a few more, I like having all three midship detective agency. I like having, um, the extra adults only restaurant. Um, just, there, there's just a couple of things that are on the bigger ship that don't exist on the smaller ships. I would say the fantasy, but my mind might get changed in September when we're, we're on, on the, the magic, magic because we can do, I want to try the aqua dunk. Oh yeah. This is the one with that, the, the that doesn't have a tube and the yeah. floor just like drops from under. And you. both of our minds might get changed here in a couple, a year and a half or a couple of years when the wish comes out. So yeah, we'll, you never know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, okay. Favorite, um, favorite uh, rotational dining restaurant on the ships. I know mine and I know yours. I can predict what you're going to say, but mine is Animator's Palette. Mine is Tiana's. Yep. I knew it. I love Tiana's. Oh, we haven't, we haven't experienced the Rapunzel um, one. Rapunzel's yet, but yeah. Tiana's I think is such a great, Restaurant. And I love it's that well themed. It has a show to it, which I kind of yeah. like. Um, which is one of the things I really like about animators. I like that you have entertainment going on at the same time as you're eating. Favorite um, favorite itinerary so far? The eleven night. The eleven night. <laughs> so we did an eleven night Southern Caribbean cruise this last July. Just because it's eleven nights. Eleven nights. Yeah. It's, but yeah. also, I mean, we there were some really great ports too. I, but. So I love the eleven night. I would say actually, though, my favorite is just the seven night. Seven. The yeah. the eastern. eastern seven night Eastern Caribbean. I love stopping at Megan's Bay Beach. Um, at St. Thomas. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, I, I'd be a sucker for a double dip, though, to Castaway Key, to be perfectly honest. I think neither one of us enjoy cruises that are less than seven days uh, yeah. at this point. They just feel too short. We did a four-night on the Dream, and it felt like we'd unpacked and we're already packing again. So. Yeah, we were so sad to be leaving right, so quickly. Favorite specialty restaurant on the ships? I'm going to say Palo Brunch. Palo Brunch. Okay, so we full disclosure, we've done Palo Brunch, Palo Dinner, Remy Brunch, Remy Dinner. Yeah. I think our ranking is pretty well equal in terms of Palo Palo Brunch comes in first for both of us. Oh, I thought you were going to say Remy Dinner went, came in first. I like Remy Dinner. I do like Remy Dinner. And I know our mutual friend, whose name we're going to just avoid saying on this podcast, we're just going to call him our mutual friend, will probably kill me for saying this. But you don't worry these days that Remy Dinner... One, it's getting pretty expensive, True. which is weighing in on my sort of favoritism for it. And two, 
I feel like they're constantly pushing the wine and I, I worry it's, there used to be a restaurant we would go to here that we loved that in Seattle, you yeah. would do wine pairings and you'd always leave going. The food was amazing. But then the next morning you'd say, was the food really good? Or was I just, just so drunk? I couldn't tell the <laughs> difference. Um, I, I do think the food is legitimately good at, at, at Remy dinner. Um, but I'm, I'm going to go with Palo brunch. I think that brunch is really, really good. I love Remy dinner. Um, but if we're going to be on a, four night cruise and I have to pick, sure. I'm going to do a Palo brunch, um, over a Remy dinner. Um, all right. I think, I think last, um, I, I wonder if there's shows, a, DCL stage. Show. Oh, you want DCL? Okay, go ahead. You give need your review to of, ask me, give your review of a DCL stage show. Go hands down beauty and the beast. Really? On the dream. Really? Hands down. Not, 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 what is it? Not the Golden not, Mickeys? No, not the Golden Mickeys. Not well, even not Aladdin. Not Wishes. Not whatever the other ones are called. What about the Sail Away Party? No, <laughs> Sail Away Party. Pirate not Night. Pirate Night. Not Mickey and Minnie, Mickey's surprise birthday party or whatever they called that thing. No, no. Or, and even, for, okay, so Frozen is, is excellent on the ships. Um, but, Hands down, Beauty and the Beast. Here you go. So now you've got who we are, our Disney creds, our favorites. Um, our second favorites in some cases. Second favorites. I mean, we have, well, you'll, you guys will hear these from us many, many times. So I think that will just about do it for us tonight. Um, Again, thanks for listening uh, Listening this week. Uh, remember to like and follow us on uh, social media. Leave reviews on Apple Podcasts. Those reviews are super important as you're listening to these early podcasts. If you can leave us, um, you know, hopefully, five-star reviews, it'll help uh, people find us uh, and hopefully subscribe to the podcast so that we can get some you know guests on and you can stop listening to us drone on and on about our favorite things and start hearing other people talk about what they like. Or um, what they don't like. Or what they don't like, sure. Um, you know, join our community on Facebook, watch our YouTube channel for even more content. We're pushing out vlogs. Um, we may video, we are videoing, um, the podcast recording tonight. Uh, I won't edit, uh, much of the video recording because it just takes a lot of time. Um, so you get a real raw look at us recording these. You'll these even episodes. get to see my pajama they're pants. Pajama pants. Yes. <laughs> uh, they're on Disney theme though. We're going to have to get no. here some Disney themed pajama pants. No. Um, uh, if you'd like to send us a question or be a guest on the show, please email us at dclduo at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media at dclduo. You can uh, find me on Twitter a lot uh, with that dclduo. Uh, the DCL Duo podcast and vlog are not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Walt Disney Company, or the Walt Disney family of theme parks. The views expressed on the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company or Disney Cruise Line. If you have questions about a Disney cruise or a Walt Disney vacation, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent. Again, we are not travel agents. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with the DCL Duo. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Good night.